Hey, what's going on, everyone? You got the 7-2 Mindset Investor here with another amazing guest on my weekly show called Pick My Brain. So the reason why I created a show like this is I get inundated with calls, text messages, you name it, on every single social platform, and even more Clubhouse now that there's a direct messaging feature on there with, can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain? Can I pick your brain? So I just said, hey, you know what? I'm just going to create a channel or a show called Pick My Brain. So when anytime someone reaches out to me, I'll ask them saying, hey, do you want to come on my live show? And what this does is, number one, it gives uh, gives them the ability to get on screen, get out of their comfort zone, number one, and, uh, and really give someone a platform. So if you're interested on hopping on to the live, I need you to DM me on Instagram. So do that. Like I said, if you're interested in asking questions, you want to jump on, you have to subscribe to our YouTube channel. So with that, looking forward to introducing our amazing next guest, Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm just going to give a shout out to people that are hopping on right now. Hey, for those of you that are on right now, I want to say thank you so much. You know what? Hit that little air, paper airplane button at the bottom if you want to send this to your friends, to anybody in your family that may enjoy this. Let's go. So, Sabrina, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, I'm a I'm from Ottawa, and okay. I'm an equestrian. I've been riding for like thirty plus years. Um, okay. I work full time in a corporate job, and I also have a small business teaching yoga and holistic health. So that's what I'm about. I'm okay. slowly starting to get into learning a little bit more about real estate. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of investing with one of my girlfriends. Um, so now I'm just kind of trying to decide like what steps to take next into sure. my degree. And as far as uh, my business, I'd like to eventually expand it into other things. So while working full time. So, okay. uh, so that's, that's what I'm about. Cool. So what type of business are you in then? So I have a yoga business. I do, um, I teach online right now. And I also, uh, years ago I got into holistic health and natural health. So I also have like, I teach essential oil education and natural natural wellness. Um, I'm really big on mindset and helping people develop themselves and grow out of their comfort zones. So that's that's one of my strengths. I've been uh, I used to coach uh, riding, so then I got from coaching. I moved into teaching, and so my my gig is like I really I just teach. So I love teaching. So and we have my cat online too. Awesome. Um, so yeah. So basically, like whatever I end up doing in life, I end up transforming that into some sort of teaching so from here i'll see where it goes i'd love to get into coaching uh, and expand that um as time goes on but for now i'm focusing on yoga and the holistic health fantastic fantastic yeah you know what teaching is actually the ultimate hack when wanting to to learn and i think a lot of people just think you have to be in a room just be in a back room and just learn 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 no but i mean if you're teaching something mm -hmm. uh you know, or I should say most people, I mean, some people just teach for the sake of just teaching, but they're not investing in themselves. But I find a lot of my learning has come from not just the books I read, not just the masterminds I'm part of and all my different uh, amazing mentors, but it's also now taking this and putting into practice as well. And by leading by example and by teaching individuals, and that's, what's going to be critical. Mm -hmm. Cool. Awesome, Sabrina. So now I got to get ready for your questions. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, I have. So I've been really big on mindset for many years now. Um, years ago, I got into uh, learning more about uh, law of attraction, Abraham Hicks. I think we've talked a little bit about yeah. that. Um, so I'd love to know what your most useful or successful trick is to keeping your mindset right throughout like, you know, day to day. So I find like there's obviously ebbs and flows in life. 
And sometimes like I, I, I have a pretty strong mindset, but it's, it can dip. So I'd love to know like what your go-to trick is to keep it elevated. Yeah. Um, that's a fantastic question. I get that question a number of times. Yeah. I struggle with that too. And that's the thing about this. It's, it's, this is, this is normal. I mean, you know what? I was part of a, I got, I got introduced to an amazing group. I was actually speaking on it on clubhouse two days ago and there was, um, a phenomenal woman that was speaking. Um, I think she's doing about $300 million a year. So you would think, you know, and she's big on mindset and she's big on all these other things, but she actually got very vulnerable. And what she talked about is the amount of weight that she's gained during COVID. Um, I think she said that she gained since COVID started last year, I think she's put on like 60 pounds. Um, so, and she was crying and crying and crying and crying. So I think on the outside, a lot of the, there's a veil that people think that, oh, someone's successful or someone's really doing well with their mindset or they, you know, they're doing a lot with abundance. No, we're, we're human beings. Um, and you know what? It's a lot of deep work is required. Uh, and it's, it's like, um, it's like the mental resistance that we have as well, because it's like working out, for example, like I just, I hit the gym this morning. It felt good to get a workout in and where I'm at, they finally open up the gyms and I just, woke up at 4.45 this morning. It's a Saturday. It doesn't matter what day it is. Hit the gym. But you know how easy it is just to lay in bed and how easy it is to say, I'll just do it tomorrow. Um, so we have to fight with that resistance. And how do we do it? It's little micro steps. So even the mindset piece. I mean, I, I, I fall deep into this and that's why I invest heavily with mentorship, right? Um, is, is guiding me through the right path and, and so forth. So it's going to be those it's about being consistent. You know, it's about progress over perfection. I think a lot of people get hung up on the fact that, oh, I didn't get my workout in today. Okay, that's fine. Uh, what can we do to eliminate that? So one is, can you go for a walk? Can you go outside? Just get get your body in motion is the key thing. Or I didn't, oh, I usually read 10 pages a day and I only read two pages. But you read two pages. And I think we're very, very hard on ourselves for that. Now, if if, we're, if it's a cop-out that's saying, oh, I read two pages, that's good enough, then that's where the problem lies. And that's where, we're, that's where we need to fix that and understand why that's good enough. There's always something else there that's allowing one to keep their goals too low. And so, you know, I can't remember who said this, but um, even with like mindset goals, for example, if, our, if we don't set our, if our goals don't scare us, they're not big enough. And I think we have this false positive that many people live in, in that they keep their goals so low, so low that uh, they can hit them just to pat themselves in the back versus hitting them so high. Even though if you miss them, you're going to be on your path to greatness. So you got a false positive that actually becomes a false negative because they're hitting that. They're like, okay, great. Now it's a false negative. It's like, you know, I'm reading this great book and it gives an example about that. It's like listening to the wind. Well, is it the wind? So false positive is it a lion, but it's actually just the wind. So that's a, that's okay. That's a false positive. Okay. But you got your, you got your game up, for example. Well now, Oh, the wind is the wind. It, it, it sounds like the wind. Oh, it's just the wind. And that kind of stuff, the line comes and takes you down. That's what's going to happen. So I think a lot of people go from a false positive, then automatically switches to a false negative and there's deep work that's required. Yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting to say that. Cause I, like, I think as an athlete, um, like I've always been a high achiever and I have like, high, I'm always pushing myself to perform. Right. So, um, I always say like, if you have like dream big, like you can't, 
you're, you're not going to stay, you're not going to grow unless you're dreaming really big. So, you know, like I set myself, I set a goal for myself years ago to like do X, Y, and Z. And then once I get there, I usually get, okay, well, what's next? Right. So yeah. that's why I say like, my mindset is strong, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, where do I go next? So, yeah. um, and I love the fact that you're saying it's consistency because I, 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 I support that a lot. Like it's uh, I find when my mindset dips, I'll get, I'll start listening to podcasts again, or just get into like really simple routines in the morning just to gain a little bit of momentum. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and that's the thing. It's momentum, right? Like, so, you know, a lot of people ask me about, uh, they'll ask me about like, Oh, purpose for me. Purpose is not a noun. It's a verb. I think people are looking for this one thing. That's their purpose. I believe in it being a verb and the way I explain this, and I've explained this in a previous podcast, I remember being in, in, in elementary school and one of the science projects we had to get onto Sabrina was you get on a bike and as you're moving the bike, the energy creates a uh, light in a light bulb. So as we're getting on that bike, we're going, 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 and all of a sudden because of the momentum and the kinetic energy that we're creating, the light turns on. But the moment that we start slowing down or turn or stops pedaling, the light goes away. Mm -hmm. And that's purpose, in my opinion. So we have to continue putting in that work because the moment we don't, it, it dims out. So that's why it's so important to have that momentum. Yeah. And then so how do you, what do you think about, like, how do you push past, because we all have it, because we're human. Yeah. How do you push past your fear? How do you... Um, I don't know what kind of work you've done with like investing sure. and stuff, but I'm sure you've, if you've had like big deals, like how do you push past that fear? Yeah. So how I, how I look at fear. Um, and this is a great question. So folks, if you're on Instagram, got some amazing questions coming from Sabrina. So make sure you join my YouTube live, subscribe to the channel. I want you guys to ask questions away. So fear. So now fear is, fear is looking at two things. Is it the fear of failure or the fear of success? How do you look at fear for you? I think it's uh, I think it's, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I don't think I've ever thought of that. I think I, I don't actually fear. I think it's fear of success. Fear of success. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And that's great. And that, that that's one of the questions we have to ask is where's this fear coming from? So now we have to get deeper. Why are we, why would you be fe fearful of being successful? Like as, as a competitive, uh, you know, doing equestrian uh, and, you know, would it fear you from winning? No. No. Okay. No. It's. I, I think for me, it's. Uh, if I reach this, then what do I do? Absolutely. Great. Excellent. Yeah. I love that question. That's a fantastic question. Um, you've heard of uh, Buzz Aldrin? No. Okay, Buzz. I believe I said his name right. Um, so he he was actually on uh, landed on the moon. One of oh, the first you know landed on the moon, right? So, um, so we talk about Armstrong and that kind of stuff. Well, Buzz Aldrin was also, uh, also, you know, went on the moon. And so all his life, all his life, I mean, he wanted to be an astronaut. So here he is. And he says, I'm going to, I'm going to walk on the moon. So he goes through all that ends up doing so. Do you know what happened to him after that? He quit. He hit the land on the moon and he became an alcoholic substance okay. abuse and started selling used cars on a car lot. What happened was, is he hit that, that epiphany or that light or the top, top, top end, but he stopped pushing to that next goal. That's why it's so, so important. I tell people when they're setting their goals, 
so you got your, you have your smart goals, right? That are going to be your specific measurable um, goals. But then what you need to do is you need to have your, your goals lined up. So there's always like a roadmap. So it's almost like what your goal is for the next year, next three years, next five years. And that's going to change environment. There's going to be changes that are going to happen. So for me, what I do, Sabrina, is every morning when I wake up, I'm actually writing my goals down. And it could be shifting from yesterday, but I'm writing them down because I'm telling the universe, these are my goals. Because if they're not on paper, they're just a dream. Once you put it on paper, it's now a goal. Yeah. No, I love that. It's uh, I remember I I've obviously been I've been training for many years with riding, and I have my my coach had once said to me, um, and this was years ago now because I hit my goal. So I hit a goal that I was I was aiming for since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to that, uh, she's like, "Okay, like what do we do next?" I was like, "I, I, I don't know." So, um, and then so she actually said exactly what you just said. Like you're you know athletes will usually get they get to this pl- this this place and then they'll either keep going or not aren't sure what to do next sure so, and that's where i landed because i was like well i just like i did this thing and i've always wanted to do this so it was really really exciting for me but then it's like so it's exciting and then you're almost elated by it like it's like def- or deflated so i chose to like um to just keep training and then give myself a next goal, but not give myself too long of a timeline or too short of a timeline. I'll like, I'll just train to this. And then eventually I might do this. Like I might compete again. I might not. Right. Sure. Yeah. So that's worked out. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. And you know, the thing is, I think a lot of us get stuck in this. We get overwhelmed with some of either the goals or, or we, where we don't have the goal. So what I mean by that is like uh, one of my mentors Suggested I read a book, and I did. Um, and it was um, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and it was Leads versus Legarts. So Legarts would be your your big goals. So I can say here, like for example, I'll throw it to the universe today. Like, hey, you know what? Um, I hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom a couple times, and it was I thought I hit it first time, and the second time it was even worse. And what happened was, is I put on quite a bit of weight that I had lost. And so I mean, so now I'm on a mission, but I'm not on a mission to say, hey, I want to lose 35 pounds. I'm on, so that'd be, that'd be my leg art. And so it's just two out there. I have to focus on my leads and my leads are my daily consistent actions. So for example, I can control me going to the gym today. I can control me already being whatever time it is in the morning here where we are that I've already drank in uh, three quarters of a gallon of water. I can control that. So it's the daily consistent actions or leads that will take me to the path to my goal. Right. So even if someone gets stuck on the mindset piece, I, I hate to tell everybody, you'll never have the perfect mindset. The, it, you, the odds are against you, my friends. The odds are against you. Your mindset is designed to work against you. It's to conserve energy. Your body is not designed to burn energy. It's to, to conserve energy, just like your brain. So you have to lean into it, my friends. Yeah, I find, um, I, I told a friend of mine this lately, a few months ago, I said, like, I know that now, because in this journey that I've had for over the last few years, now if I'm comfortable, it actually makes me uncomfortable. So right. now I'm always searching to, like, grow and expand. Um, but 
there's also like, I think of that as well and think like, well, is that a good thing to always want to be seeking more and more and more? Or like, at what point do we just like find the middle ground as people who are always pushing for more, you know? Well, and I think that's going to be a, a personality thing. I think for me personally is once we stop seeking and looking, uh, we start blinding ourselves. Mm-hmm. And again, the false positive turns into the false negative. And then, and then we're, we're, we're there, you know, we're living with regret, um, which is the last thing we want. So if people want to live with that and they're, they're satisfied, okay, kudos to you. Um, the one thing I've realized is I'll never be satisfied. It's never going to be good enough. Right. <laughs> it's never going to be good enough. Uh, you know, I was an overachiever in school just because, not because I had the IQ, it's because it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. You know, um, we talk about, you know, we were talking before about, you know, the stuff I do and if I'm doing it full time and no, I got, I got other businesses I have going on, but it's never good enough for me. That's why we continue investing in the equipment. We continue investing. I continue investing myself. I mean, like I mentioned to you before is I'm actually working on getting my NLP, my neuro linguistic practitioner certification. People can say, well, why would he do that? He seems like he has it going on. It's not good enough. Cause you're always growing. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I relate to that cause I'm like that too. So it's yeah. like, Oh, I'm doing this. Okay. Now I'm going to do this. And then, absolutely. So absolutely. So it looks like there's a question here. Um, so I'm bringing it up on screen. Oh, there we go. Um, when you feel yourself slipping into a negative fixed mindset, how do you pull yourself back out? You want to maybe explain what you do sometimes? So it's interesting. So I, I'm a big believer in movement and I think that movement fixes a lot of things. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I ride horses and I, I, I practice yoga and I work out, but like if I, if I find myself slipping, I usually go outside and I'll go and walk in the forest or, or work out. I'll do something that requires movement because I find, so I believe in this and that's the whole idea that like energy is in your body and it's negative emotions is just trapped energy. So if you are stagnant and you're sitting still and you're just thinking about what's happening, then you're not like, that's just staying within your body and you're not letting it out. So as you move, you're able to work that out of your system. Mm -hmm. For sure. No, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, One thing I'll tell people is like when you feel yourself slipping in a negative fixed mindset, again, go back to the micro hops. So there's one of my mentors that talked and explained to me some about hop theory. So hop theory is something where we go and a lot of us are really trying to get these massive hops. Oh, I want to make X amount of money. I want to do this. I want to have world peace. I want to have, and they have these massive hops. And what happens we miss and what happens, it messes with us. So what we need to do is we need to have these little micro hops and the micro hops is what's going to help us with little check boxes leads versus legars. Like for example, if I'm saying I want to lose 35 pounds, for example, it's going to be about my daily consistent action. So it's simply a small little checkbox. You know, I heard something this morning, which was really, really cool by Alpha 6. He was talking about his own story and that kind of stuff. Like you almost need to sh- do some shock therapy. What do I mean by shock therapy? I mean, do something just so different and just, just to find that joy. And I think that's what, that's what we're lacking is joy. I mean, daring to be great by Brene Brown talks about that. I think okay. it's about joy. You want to find joy, my friends. Um, it's raining where I'm at right now. And if you're where I'm at and it's raining outside, go outside and stand in the rain, feel it, be a child again. 
Take off your shoes, go jump in puddles. Find that joy. And when you do that, that's when the growth mindset kicks in saying, okay, we're back on. So um, got some great questions coming on my Instagram. I don't normally do this. I'm gonna answer one of your guys' questions here, but if you wanna join us and ask me questions, ask us questions, you gotta subscribe to my YouTube channel. Very easy, go to YouTube, go 72 Mindset Investor. Subscribe and then you can partake in this live. So there's a great question I'm gonna pull up here. Uh, and it was going back to that question before about the fear of failure versus the fear of success. Um, and I think someone had, I uh, can't find it now. Too many comments. <laughs> uh, there we go. Did I find it there? Sorry about this, Sabrina. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like the one brown dude that has no idea how to do technology. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. okay. We'll go on to your next question as I'm looking for this. Okay. Um, it's, it's so, I guess it's, uh, related to mindset, but it's also business and, and investing. So I'd love to know what your best advice is for newer investors. So sure. You have a house and you're looking to expand. What's your best advice for, for, for that, for new investors? Sure. So are you, uh, so when you say investor, I'm going to assume real estate investing. Yeah. Real estate investing. Okay, cool. So, my my tips for that is action cures all. Get in the game. Don't wait. Um, you know, I think a lot of us are consumers. And so what happens is we consume, consume, consume. So we're consuming all this information. And so there's a term called analysis paralysis. Um, I actually heard this term and I love it. Um, <laughs> I call it, <laughs> or they call it, and I, now I call it, information constipation. <laughs> So, you know, people get stuck and I'm sorry, I got hiccups here, but people get stuck then. And so what you want to do is action cures all. You have to get in the game. So how do you get in the game? Well, don't be reckless, right? That's, that's my, 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 my disclosure for everybody. Don't get um, reckless. So it's very important that you align yourself with like-minded individuals. I'm very, very passionate about individuals getting a mentor, get a mentor. Like for example, Sabrina, if I'm gonna go decide I wanna I wanna become, you know, do become an equestrian, I'm not just gonna go jump on a horse and start to do this. Some people will. No, I mean, I'm gonna say this is something I wanna do. Okay, Sabrina does this. I'm gonna to touch base with Sabrina and say, Sabrina, I wanna start doing this because this is a passion of mine. How do I go about doing that? And oh, and by the way, um, how can I help you? What can I do for you doing that? So leading with value. Or two is saying, hey, can you mentor me? Can you mentor me in doing this? So what I tell people that want to get into real estate investing is get a mentor. Anything in life, anything in life. I mean, you know what? I'm working with, uh, you know, one of my coaches is Tim Story. He speaks on massive, massive stages. And not only is he my life coach, but he's now, and a friend, but he's now becoming a mentor of mine to, to, to speak on stages. I mean, here's a gentleman that speaks on massive stages at 10X, Grant Cardone. He was the most popular speaker, Oprah Winfrey and that kind of stuff. But I want to reach. I'm reaching. I'm not leeching. I'm reaching. So it's very important to get a mentor. So the next thing about finding a mentor is how do you find a mentor? Because some, some people say, do I get a coach or do I get a mentor? I'm a firm believer of getting a mentor. And the difference is, is a mentor is actually taking, doing the action at the same time. A coach may have just stopped. You know, you look at NHL, for example, for us being both Canadians, you look at NHL. I mean, some of the most 
successful coaches, they never won a championship in playing, playing as a player. Some of them never made it past three years, but they were good coaches because what they could do is they can actually help people find what they're looking for. A mentor helps one find who they want to become, create who they want to become. So my, my thing to you is if you want to get into real estate investing is doing what you're doing here today, getting out of your comfort zone, getting on screen, connecting, connecting with me on Instagram, which is very powerful. Look at where we are today. Yeah. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, and now what you want to do is now that we have a relationship, you may say, Hey Mark, who should I connect with about real estate investing in the Ottawa area? Who'd be a good person to connect with? And by default, because now we've established a transformational relationship, I can now say, hey, Sabrina, talk to this person in Ottawa. This is who you want to speak to. And by default, I speak to them. Hey, and what happens? You get instant credibility. So mentorship. I know I've, I've, I'm long-winded about mentorship. I've just seen horror stories of people try to get in. I'm, I'm living proof of horror stories. My first four properties I bought without a mentor. I mean, I definitely believe in that. And one of my best friends is is in real estate and she's 100% my mentor. If <laughs> So when I'm ready to jump, I'm, I'll jump with her. Good. But, yeah. Good. And that's really key. So um, did that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Um, here's a question. Um, okay. I'm going to put you on a spot because I got you to think outside the box there a bit. How, how do you differentiate between a fear of success and a fear of failure? So I had to think about it for a second when you asked me, but the, I, and maybe this is not good for me to say this, but I don't, I'm not afraid of failing because I think I can do it. Yep. So and if I don't think I can do it, I'll try to, I, I'm the person who will always try to figure out how. Yeah. So, and that's why I said it's fear of success, not fear of failure. And Somebody told me once, you know, a long time ago, like, don't be afraid of being bigger than you are and don't yeah. be afraid of shining bright. So that's, uh, that really stuck with me. And I think that even with social media, it took me a while to yeah. jump on board and start posting and stuff. And it's cause I, I don't actually really enjoy the spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I, Hey, I appreciate transparency because guess what? We're from the same DNA. I'm the same way. And I'm not, I don't have a fear of failure. My fear is, is I have two other types of fears. One is uh, my fear, my fear of complacency, mm -hmm. uh, which ultimately leads to dying. The brain mindset, the, the synapses of the brain start becoming atrophied, right? Um, and two is I do have a fear of failure. And where my fear of failure comes in is self-sabotage. And it's not like, oh, what am I going to do with this if I'm successful? I'm always thinking, what's the catch? This just happened to me. You know, like I'll tell myself these, these narratives in my head. Oh, this just happened to me. I just spoke to this individual that's a billionaire. Oh, there's a catch. There's a catch. So I create some self-sabotage and I have my allies. They said, just enjoy the journey. Enjoy it. Don't overthink it because overthinking is suffocating. We definitely have that same, I have the same, the same issue. Definitely yeah. No thinker. yeah. Perfect. Excellent. See yeah. if we have any more questions here. Hey, Matheson. I'm going to say, Hey, Zane, we got Clonal. We got Dan. We got some good people on Instagram. Good to see you all. 
uh, join us on the live on, on YouTube if you want to join us, ask some questions. So uh, what's your next question? I only had three, but now I'll have to think of more. Um, so this is very simple. Your favorite book for mindset and favorite book for sales okay. and favorite book for real estate investing. Oh my, that's a, that, it's a simple question for you to ask. It's a very difficult for a question for me. Yeah. To ask. <laughs> yeah. Or just give me a couple. <laughs> Mindset. Wow. 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 You know, it seems like every time I read a book, it becomes my next favorite book. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to share a couple books for mindset. Um, one of them is, of course, the the staple, which is going to be, you know, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, like, I have a gift coming for you, Sabrina. You're going to get a hat. It's a 7-2 hat. Um, and inside the cap, it actually says mindset is everything. Because I'm a firm believer. And like people say, you are what you eat. I'm a firm believer you are what you think. Right? Um, so Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, and, uh, I think it was mentioned in the, in the comments and I'll put this up on the, on the screen there. Uh, Tim story is the miracle mentality there. That's the playbook of life. You look at some people are looking for seeking for answers. It's in this book. Trust me where we can go from a mundane life where we can live complacence. And then if we're not taking care of the mundane, it leads to messiness and then messiness then leads to madness and madness. It's just chaos. And we do it to ourselves and the signs are right there. So I highly recommend those two with respect to mindset. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely, I read Think and Grow Rich. That's, that was great. one of the first ones um, a few years ago. So I'm going to challenge you is read it again. Yeah. I actually picked it up this past year. I was like, I need to pick this. I need to read this again because my, I've changed a lot over the last few years. So now I, there's different nuggets of information that you catch every time you read it. Right. Right, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like reading a whole new story because what's happened is as we're growing, our, 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 we have more of a mature mind as well, right? So, okay, for selling, um, I guess it'd be biased to say you could read my book, but uh, <laughs> um, so uh, I do have a book, by the way. It's a simple book uh, that I created or wrote. Um, but I think uh, there's, there's a great book by Oren Claff, uh, Pitch Anything. Um, that's a great book for selling. Um, I think another one that is indirectly related to selling is who not how by Dr. Benjamin uh, Hardy. Um, it's really about when you're selling, it's about getting to the who's not the house. Um, so Orrin Claff pitch anything. That's a great book. Um, and then who not how, and then real estate. I mean, most, most will say, uh, you know, rich dad, poor dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm -hmm. uh, Sure, that's a great book, um, but that's too, it sounds like cliche. So one of my favorite real estate in, uh, books for investors or new investors is a Money People Deal by the late Stefan Arneo. It's, and why I like that book so much, he just keeps it very simple about real estate investing. And it's this, this, this triangle, Money People Deal. And I think a lot of people get stuck again on how to do things. Well, no, Money People Deal is you just need to bring two of those elements and the third just comes. So if you have a good deal, you got the right people, the money's going to come. If you have the money, you got the people, the deal's going to come. So that's a great book. Um, and, uh, you know, rest in peace, Stefan. I think it was his birthday last week. So, yeah. So those would be my recommendations. Thanks. That's great. Um, 
I'll, I'll pick up a couple of, I, I love reading. I mean, I have like a library full of books that I sometimes just look at. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have a healthy obsession as I mean, I share on, uh, as I share with everybody, uh, you know, my, I'm always posting my books I'm reading and that kind of stuff. Like right now I'm thinking and reading, thinking and bets by Anne Duke, um, which is very fitting because she was a professional poker player and how poker is life. Mm -hmm. um, so of course, being the seven two poker, poker hand, I have to read that. I'm loving that book. Um, so, but reading is like, I'm, I have a healthy obsession. Like I think, and this is what I tell people is how do, how does one examine their priorities in life? Um, very simple. If anybody has an Amazon prime account, just look up what you're buying. Yeah. Mine is 99% books. <laughs> Those are my priorities is learning. Yeah. So cool. What are your, um, uh, hold on. I just had a question. Give me a second. It was the way, how do you look at sales? So, um, cause I see sales as serving people. So like, I want to help people, but I want to help the right person. So like the right person for me, like I want to, I don't know if that makes sense. So like, I don't think I'm for everybody. And I also don't think that everybody's for me and sure. like attracting the right clients and the right customer, but also like how, so how do you look at sales? Cause I see it as serving and finding, being able to address one of their pain points. Absolutely. That's it. Sales okay. is, that's what it is. And so, you know, there's, it's the sales is the most important communication and why people may, may look at me saying, why did he, why would sales be the most important part of communication? Everybody's selling. Everybody's selling. You know what? I'm going to go downstairs later on. I'm going to sit with my family. And one of the kids is going to sell me what they want to do today. And then I'm going to have to sell them if I don't want to do it. That's communication, right? Um, so what's very important, the most successful salespeople are the ones that actually listen the most. Because... Selling is about empathy. Empathy, when you're empathetic, it's about serving. It's about leading with value. You know, I tell people that before, because there's a lot of people that will be, oh, I'm a salesperson. I, I, I'm a solution provider. Bullshit. You're not a solution provider because you haven't heard what the consumer or your customer wants. The only way you can provide what the customer wants is by listening. Be a problem solver. And the bigger the problems that you solve, the bigger the compensation. But the only way you can do that is by leading with value. And how you do that? Listening, serving. So, you know, if you, someone has a quota that they have to hit two hundred thousand dollars in a in a quarter, for example, why not change the narrative of saying instead of saying how am I going to make two hundred thousand dollars in this next quarter, is how can I serve two hundred thousand people in the next quarter? That's how. Yeah, that's it like becomes second sales. So, and I talk about this is the because sales is mindset. You know, there's books about CRM, there's books about process and that kind of stuff. I have my own process um, that I've actually created over time. But sales is, you know, uh, I talk about my five mindset hacks um, and it's all about mindset. That's that's what's allowed me to do $100 million in sales today. It's not about the CRMs. It's about it's about the the mindset aspect. And most importantly, most, most, most importantly is a famous quote, one of my favorites by Maya Angelou, which is, it's not, people won't remember what you told them. They'll remember how you made them feel. Yeah. yeah. I, I read your, um, I actually downloaded your PDF with the five mindset hacks. It's really good. So for anybody out there who's hasn't read it yet, I suggest you download it. <laughs> Just click on Mark's link. Yeah, there you um, go. Yeah, it's good. Um, Thank you. 
Yeah, you're welcome. I, I was it was one of the first things I read before we talked about you being on your on your show. Great, um, appreciate that. Yeah. I think I don't really know that I have any other questions that are pressing right now, but those are pretty much like what I was curious to know because I'd love to know um how like what got you here. So like where did you come from to get you here today? Sure. I know that's probably a long answer, but yeah, no, that's okay. That's a fair question. And I, I love that question actually, because uh for me, what where I'm here today um came from you know taking action. Uh, what I mean by that and taking action yeah, you know, a lot of it was positive. A lot of it was negative. Uh, I got my own demons that I'm dealing with. But we all do. We're human beings. Um, and I, I don't care who someone is. I don't care. And I, I don't want to push anybody in the wrong direction. I don't care if you're the Pope. You have your own demons. It's just, it is what it is. We're human beings. Um, so what brought me to where I am today, so was a series of events, uh, positive and negative, but I lived in a false positive. I keep on saying false positive. So I live in a false positive. I was doing very successful. I was doing, you know, living a life. Um, and it was a false positive because on the outside, I looked like I had everything figured out. But inside, I was a broken individual. And I would just simply self-sabotage because I wasn't working on my environment. I wasn't working on my mindset. I wasn't working on these type of things. And the universe is designed, and I believe, to give you messages. And they're right in front of you. And you have to be able to see them. Mm-hmm. And so because I wasn't seeing them, it actually put me at a really point, low point in my life where the ground started just caving in. It's like quicksand. And as they say in quicksand, if you start moving very quickly in quicksand, what happens? You start sinking faster. So I was moving very, very quickly and it just went lower and lower and lower and lower and started breaking me further, further and further. Then I went on. So then what happened was, is um, I was at a mastermind event and that's where the whole mindset piece came in. I'm like, wow, like this is like people are talking about this stuff. I've heard about this stuff. So I went on a quest for mindset. I went on a quest um, that I need to fix on my mindset because I tried everything else. Nothing's working. And so I invested heavily in that mindset uh, mentorship program um, and real estate. And then I started realizing, wow, like there's a whole other world out there but I just get to keep on investing in myself, investing in myself. That's why I'm a firm believer. I tell people all the time, if you're not going to invest in yourself, no one don't expect anybody to invest in you. And they shouldn't, if they are, that's a bad investment. Mm -hmm. So through this journey, I, I made a pivot from calling myself a real estate investor to calling myself a mindset investor. And the reason I did that is because I knew the, 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 the shift, the tipping point was me focusing on my mindset, investing in it. So I made a proclamation at that point in time that I'm going to invest $1 million into my mindset. Thus far, I think I had about $225,000 into my mindset. And I just signed a couple of things yesterday. So that's going to go higher. So, but by doing that, it's the only ROI I have control over is my mindset. So, how I got to where I am today and I'm not done yet. Like this is, I'm just like, I'm not even at base camp on Mount Everest. Like I just put on, I just, I just put on my, my, my hiking boots on, on this journey to climb Mount Everest. But because of that tipping point or that, that, that red pill, blue pill moment, this is where I am today. I love that. It's uh, that's great. I think I, I can really relate to that because I, I, th I think it was, 
I think it was like 2017. There's, I got introduced to this, to, to this world that I'm, I call it, I mean, the entrepreneur world, but there's, um, since entering this world, like there's no way to me for me to go back. So sure. you're just like, it opens the doors to so many different things and like mindset and just the type of people that you meet. And it's just, it's very, it's a very nurturing environment as well mm -hmm. as a, like you're constantly, I feel like I'm constantly in expansion, constantly out of my comfort zone. Right. So sometimes like you just kind of want to climb back and be like, I just want to chill a little bit, but it's, um, it's such an interesting world and interesting journey. And like, for me too, like how I got here is, you know, it's just a series of events that brought me here. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that, so I actually attended, I don't remember what year it was, but maybe 2018, um, Tony Robbins came mm -hmm. to Ottawa. So I attended that. And I mean, I had already known about him and what he was doing, but it just yeah. introduced me to some other things. And then I ended up going to like, a. um, like a investing seminar from one of the the speakers that was there so it's just like it's just it opened up so many doors so like for for me that's why i asked because i because i think that um if you have that mindset of growth like you will inev inevitably end up in these places like for me i i never thought that i would be on a show <laughs> so on youtube so um, but I also said, you know, a while ago, like, I'd love to be on a po podcast one day. And I think that the words you choose are really important because like the universe is listening. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And now, yeah. And now you can put that on your checkbox done check done <laughs> because now you not only are you on the YouTube channel, but you're on Instagram. Now you're going to, now we're going to take the audio from this. This is going to pop. And now it's in the, it's in the universe now. And that's the key thing. And you know, it's the power of choice. You could have said no. My friends, we all have the power to choose on everything we do today. I have a choice right now to have a sip of this coffee right now. That's a choice I make. And our mindset is really designed to be two ways. I mean, there's, I mean we can talk about growth mindset, fixed mindset, but in actual fact, we actually have a reactive mindset and then we have a deliberate mindset. A reactive mindset is, hey, um, I'm breathing. It's just reactive. Or I step on a nail. That's reactive. A deliberate is, is really what we're working on and that's our, our complex brain working. Those are choices. Cool. Awesome. Well, I want to say thank you again, Sabrina. This has just been awesome um, and uh, really cool to connect. And I appreciate you. Uh, I can't wait to see you wearing the 7-2 hat, uh, which will be sent out to you. That's a little gift I give to all my guests. And uh, just want to say thank you for being you. I mean, you are an inspiration, what you're talking about. And the world needs to know this more. And I'm going to push on you. I expect to see lives. I expect to do more. And the thing, the thing, the thing that the thing that we we avoid the most tends to be the things that we need to that you know we need to do the most. So if you're working on a coaching program or whatever it is, even you know you want to get on real estate investing, it, it's it's touch points. It's a contact sport. Well, thanks, Mark, and I really appreciate this opportunity. It's been really great connecting. Great, thank you. And you know what, folks, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Uh, again, this is our weekly show. We got some more amazing guests coming on. In fact. Uh, yeah, we got every, every weekend, we got some amazing guests coming on and you could be very well on this show as well. All you need to do is very simple. DM me on Instagram, subscribe to my channel and just tell me you want to be on the show. If you want to pick, just say, Mark, I want to pick your brain on YouTube. We'll get you on. That's my promise to you. So you guys take care. Thanks again for this time. And Sabrina, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much. Thank you.